Which is more annoying, a set of twins that insist you sing the birthday song twice so they each get their own song? (laughs) (laughs) Or a person who claims an entire month as their birthday month? everyone. This week's show is about birthdays, which is not really something I would have thought to have the show about, to be honest. But one of our good friends, Meg Connolly, who I'm sure you know from the show already, she's been on it a bunch. She's written a bunch of questions for it. Um, she had a birthday that lined up with our show. It was a Friday birthday, and she was like, who wants to have a birthday show? And it worked out. It was great. A lot of the questions are killer this week. We've got some really great newer debaters that maybe you haven't heard on previous episodes that are, are very funny and I'm excited to have them on uh, like Shelley Grunberg and Ben Loftus, Adeline Pack and the whole thing will be started off by Rachel Dunbar this week who is great and it was just a fun show we do them every Friday night down at Maggie's Lounge in Quincy It starts at 7 p.m. They've got a great beer selection and delicious pizza. So I hope you'll come down some Friday night and join us. We also do shows at Maggie's Lounge on Monday nights at 8 p.m. So come join us either of those nights. It'll be a fun time. All right. Enjoy the show. All right. I got to hand the way here to Rachel Dunbar. Next up, everybody, please welcome Mike Setlow. Rachel, would you like to go first or second? Um, uh, I'll go second. Okay, Mike, do you want milestone or gift? Give me a gift. Okay. Your question is, better gift for your sweet 16, a small horse or a large car? Give me the horse. It parks in more places. (laughs) Bicycle, scooter, and small horse parking. (laughs) It's not going to run out of gas. Well, it might even create some of its own. Hey! Um, the 1800s called. They want their mode of transportation back. Okay. 
If I have a big-ass car, I'm inviting all my friends. We can go wherever we want, and we can drive in the HOV line. I'm sold, man. It gets me into the Amish communities. They grow the best weed by candlelight. <laughs> Time. Ain't nobody want to live with the Amish. Here's the thing about horses, they die. A car? Car lasts a good couple of years. Cars last forever. Like a horse, they die. You walk, you're riding on your horse, they give up. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? You don't know what you're gonna do. At least if a car breaks on the side of the road, you can get help. Who, who, who are you gonna call when your horse breaks down the middle of the road? Time. That's a good question. All right. A lot of good points here, but I gotta hand the win to Mike Setlow. By the way, I call triple nay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right, guys. It's okay. We'll just we'll just eliminate them after this match no matter what happens. All right. <laughs> you guys ready to go? Yeah? Cool. Okay, first up, everybody, please welcome Sean Duffy and Liz McDonald. Yeah. All right, uh, Sean, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go second. Okay, Liz, you can pick from anything but wild card. Um, I'll pick cake. Cake. Yeah. Right on time. Cake. Okay, this question is from Katie Ham. Katie asks, is ice cream cake actually good, or do we all really just like the crunch and fudge part? <laughs> I think we just like the crunch and fudge part, because it's like two textures at once. It's crunch and it's fudge. And like, it doesn't melt, except it melts in your mouth. So like, that's cool. Um, also like, the rest of that cake, like those Dairy Queen ice cream cakes, that fucking icing sucks that they put on the outside. <laughs> I'll say it, I'll get controversial with you. I do not like that icing. And when I was a child, I would just pick out the crunch and fudge part, like a little demon who is ungrateful for the cake that has just been given to me, but that's the way the world works. Dairy Queen is a successful company. They've been around 250 years for a reason. The fudge, the frosting that they put around it is brilliant. When I go to parties, I don't even eat an ice cream cake. I get a piece of cake, a piece of ice cream. I put them each on the plate. That's my ice cream cake. I don't even know 
the, the, the crunchy part. We don't need the... I get my ice cream cake specifically without the crunchy part. It is... It is... It is... <laughs> Look, I have to... I have to cut around it. I have to cut very specific people like, Sean, do you want a corner? Do you want the edge? Do you want in the middle? I just say, I don't care. Just avoid the crunch. However, you have to cut the cake... Whatever diagonal shape you have to cut that in, just to avoid that, I don't care if it's a hexagon, just give me that. It tastes so much better. Wait, by like making your own ice cream cake, you just like argued that the ice cream cake is bad and you were supposed to say that that was the good part, right? Also, I'm a Midwesterner. I understand how good Dairy Queen is, but it's not because of the cake. It's because of the blizzards, and they turn that shit upside down, and it doesn't fall out. How? I don't fucking know. <laughs> but, like, you know what they really should do? They should just make a blizzard with the fudge and crunch, because that's what we're all here for. Thank you. They've never made a blizzard with the fudge and crunch, and the blizzards are the most successful food product in the fast food industry for a reason, goddammit. What is a blizzard? It's a glorified cake and ice cream with no crunch. A couple other details. That's all it is. All right. Hey, look, there's been some fucked up things said on this show, but I think what Sean Duffy just said is the most fucked up thing there's ever been. Um, but I got to hand him the win anyways. It's Sean Duffy this round. All right, next up, everybody, please welcome Laura Clark and Adeline Pack. Laura, would you like to go first or second? Second, please. Okay. Adeline, you can pick from anything but wild card. Um, Miles Bradley. Okay. Your question is from Mike Giordano. He asks, is 30 the new 20, or should I stop hanging out with college kids? <laughs> yeah, Mike, could you... I'm. I already have my friend group. Um, I don't know. They're trying to. They're kind of starting to point at you the other day. Yeah. Yeah. No. Thirty is not the new twenty. Right. That was the first part. Yeah. Is thirty. Is thirty a new twenty? Right. Yeah. Or. Okay. <laughs> sure. Um. Yeah. No. Please leave us college kids alone. We. We worked very. We're. We're in class from nine a.m. to four p.m. This. This is about to become a diary, shit. <laughs> um, it's every day, Monday through Friday. I can feel my ass getting flat from sitting on those hard-ass chairs. Two-hour lectures, like, I can't, I can't focus on one thing for more than five minutes. Like, a two-hour lecture is just ridiculous. And, and to go through all that and then have, at the end of the day, be met with Mike. Oh, God, that's, that's rough. That's rough. That's rough. And, yeah, I'll say... Time. 30 is the new 20, and as a 24-year-old, I am really fucking sick of being slandered all night. On my 24th birthday, I went to work, and I had a really bad cold. 
Uh, and I, it sucked. I wish more pomp would have been made of my, again, 24th birthday. <laughs> Second of all, hey, uh, I'm sorry, college student, if you're worried about flat ass, but you're never gonna have more time in your life to do squats, like, never. <laughs> it, the opportunities are few and far between when you reach the new 20. <laughs> Lastly, uh, a certain college student in this room named Shelly Grunberg had me at her college like last week and we had a great time. And as far as I know, those kids loved that I wanted to hang around and have them <laughs> smoke weed. With time. Oh! Hold on, hold on. Wait, Shelly, you go to Addison, right? No, you don't Okay, cool. Anyway, wait, wait, what, you do go to That means Shelly, Shelly's friends are theater kids who can act and put on a face. <laughs> Which is why they were happy to see you. Yikes. Um, also, I, I, I'll be honest, I still don't understand like the 30-20 thing. All I know is that I'm 19 now and I would not like to be 30 next year. No, no offense. Time. That's what you think. 30 is amazing. You stop giving a shit about people who insult you in really fucking mean ways on stage. <laughs> Seriously, though, like, you do stop caring. I love that, like, you, oh, everyone in here is going to lose except for one person, and the older you get, the more it's just like, I had fucking fun. Uh, also, also, think about what 30 meant 20 years ago. Like, it was older. 20 years ago, we had worse advances. Now the advances are good. John. 24! All right. Wow, you both made some great points, but I got to hand the win here to Adeline Pack. You think it's ageist? Even at even if tw 30 is the new 20, I'm still almost 30 again. <laughs> All right. Next up, everybody, please welcome John Farrell and Mike Giordano. <laughs> John, would you like to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay, Mike, you can pick from party, cake, or gifts. Uh, let's go gifts. Okay. Your question is from Ken Green. He asks, birthday gift you'd more appreciate, a nice sweater or oral sex? You know, I'm in a pretty good relationship right now, and it's not every day that I get a nice sweater. <laughs> As a new 20-year-old, I've learned to appreciate the finer things in life. And, I mean, this sweater has, has, oh, this sweater is so fucking nice. And I had to buy it myself, too. If I could get another one for my birthday this year, oh, that would be the best thing ever, honestly. Um, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, you know, blowjobs are fleeting. They only last... If they're really good, they last only a few minutes. And, but if a really good sweater will last you years. 
Look at Mike just showing off his relationship. My girlfriend moved. Oh, man. That's painful. Oh, man. Just showing off your sweater. That's probably really brand name. That stings a lot to me. Oral sex is so much cool. It's so, it's so cool. You guys heard about it? It's, oh, man. It's health class was so, so sick. So, oral sex is maybe the coolest thing ever in the world, if you ask me. Oh, man. I mean, sweaters, yeah. They'll, they'll, they eventually fade, but oral sex, that stays true, baby. 100%. Oh, man. How uncomfortable. I wish I went first. Fuck. Oh, man. But oral sex is my favorite of the sexes. It's so much fun. The good thing about a sweater, though, is that it opens up my options for gift givers. Like, my mom can give me a sweater. <laughs> my mom could give me, um, I'm not gonna say, but no, oral sex is, it's so beautiful. It, you really get to, you really grow with your partner. And quit showing off, Mike, we get it. You're in a relationship, I am not. I really miss my girlfriend, um, ex-girlfriend, but yeah. <laughs> but oral sex, it's just, you really learn a lot about each other from having oral sex. I think way more than you would from buying a dumb sweater, personally. <laughs> hey, you, I mean, there, there is no polo oral brand, you know? They're, they're, it's only just human. <laughs> All right. Wow. Well, uh, close call here, but I got to go with Mike Giordano. <laughs> All right. Next up, everybody, please welcome Joe Polana and Ben Loftus. All right. Joe, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I would like to go second, please, Sean. Okay, Ben, you can pick from party or cake. Uh, I am going to go party. All right. Your question is from May Keith. Yeah. She asks, the first known birthday celebration was over 5,000 years ago for an Egyptian pharaoh. Whose party was better? The pharaoh, who had performers, festivals, feasts, and gold, or any random eight-year-old now who has a bouncy house and Oreo ice cream cake. Whoa. Um, <laughs> the eight-year-old, right? Like, ice cream cake. I know a lot of people have, like, a, a varied opinion on ice cream cake here, but I went to an eight-year-old's birthday party a few weeks ago, and he got a phone better than mine. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> They're fucking living. Like, eight-year-olds can do anything they want now. I, that same eight-year-old cousin of mine, Twitter, more followers. It's so fucked up. It's so... I think he's doing a tweet deck, but, like, I would love to live the life of an eight-year-old. It seems lavish. It seems fun. And I'm really scared to argue with Joe. He's, like, the sweetest man I've ever met. Uh, I think I just lost. I'm going to move on. Look, as an eight-year-old boy, I just think <laughs> it, it would be so much better 
to be a pharaoh. You know what the one thing eight-year-olds can't be? The god of the sun. <laughs> you can have all the Twitter followers in the world, but you can't have the sun. And, yeah, and um, also uh, pyramids. They're very localized. They're really hard, really hard to transport. Nick Cage does own a pyramid in New Orleans. It's a weird fact that is real. Um, but he is not an eight-year-old. He might be a pharaoh. Uh, cannot confirm nor deny. Pyramids are the lamest shit in the world. If you built a pyramid right now... Oh, grow up, guys! Come on! It's a building. There's so many now. Like, what the fuck? Why are we just, like, so fucking enamored with it? Who cares? There's a, it's a grave. Who cares? Like, it's whatever. I, I don't know, man. I just, like, something about an eight-year-old's birthday party. Because, like, now, going back to, like, online... People are flat. Parents are flexing. That's what an eight-year-old's birthday party is. They're trying to show you how fucking rich they are and how they love their kid better. Time. All right. Yeah, but have you ever seen an eight-year-old's grave? They suck compared to a pyramid. <laughs> like... Like a small white tombstone. I'm not flying to Egypt for that. I want the biggest vaguely phallic symbol you got. Time. All right, I got the other one here to Joe Polana. All right. Now is the time of the night where we try to choose our final question for the night. So one of these will be the last question of the night. Um, so I want you to make noise for the one that you would like to hear at the end. This first one is from Laura Clark. She asks, which is the better trait of birthday girl Meg Connolly? Her creative themed outfits or her charm and overall good vibes? Next question. Okay. Um, <laughs> which is more annoying, a set of twins that insist you sing the birthday song twice so they each get their own song? <laughs> or a person who claims an entire month as their birthday month? Okay. This one's from James Sheehan. He asks... On your birthday, is it selfish for you to be the one to start singing the happy birthday song? It's sad. I'll say that. Uh, Tyler Derniak asks, should your birthday suit include an umbilical cord for accuracy? This one's from Zach Jones. He asks, Chuck E. Cheese, the pizza company, once put out promotional material about Chuck E. Cheese, the beloved birthday rat, that explained his origin story. He was an orphan and therefore doesn't know his own birthday, so he is committed to providing the best possible birthday for everybody else. 
Does this make you more or less excited to have your birthday at Chuck E. Cheese? Okay. And this last one is from Sarah Albany. She asks, what's worse, sharing a birthday with a twin you hate or sharing a birthday with a twin you ate? Parentheses, in the womb, of course. Okay, what, do you want the Chuck E. Cheese one or the birthday month and twins singing twice? There are some twins ones, but there's the, the Chuck E. Cheese people are louder. I'll say that. Okay, twins. Twins it is. Here we go. All right, next up, everybody, please welcome Adeline Pack and Shelly Gruenberg. <laughs> All right. Um, Adeline, would you like to go first or second? Second. second. Okay, Shelly, you can pick from party, milestone, cake, or wild card. I'll do milestone. Okay. Your question is from May Keith. She asks... Which 30th birthday tradition is better? The German tradition of making a single man sweep the steps of City Hall while his friends throw trash on the ground to show everyone he has no wife or girlfriend? Or the American tradition of pretending single men aren't trash? Let's pretend for a moment, ladies and gentlemen, that single men aren't trash. Because if they are, I'm a big old raccoon. Because if I told you that every man I've slept with in the last three years has not had a bed frame, that's going to make you real sad. Picture this, someone's sweeping trash up on City Hall. Someone has to do that anyway. It's called a custodian. Um, I don't support classism, but I do support shitty men who are mean to me. <laughs> you know, I just, I just gotta say, that poor German man, he's just doing what he's told. Guys, point the finger at the right guy, please. He's just, he's doing his job trying, trying to keep the earth clean while also his, okay, also like that's the worst prank ever because all of his friends who are throwing the trap, they're, they're getting their hands dirty too. So it's like the, 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 the payoff of watching someone do work while you also touch trash does not really seem that valid. Um, also... I have nothing to say about single 30-year-old men. I don't know. I have no experience. Um, okay. Yep, that's it. Oh, we're talking environment. Uh, there's nothing more env environmentally conscious than fucking a man who won't even Uber to see me. <laughs> Thank you. 
Okay, there's nothing more environmentally conscious than making sure that that man does not procreate, okay? <laughs> Let's start there. Um, also, you could help out the German man, you know, teach him to re recycle and compost and use trash. And that could be done because deep down inside, he's a very nice man. He's just under the wrong people. <laughs> All right. I don't know, I think at this point, Germans are ahead of us on recycling and clean energy, aren't they? Um, all right, I gotta hand the win here to Shelly Gruenberg. All right, we are down to the final four, so everybody please welcome Meg Connolly and Sean Rosa. Okay, Meg, would you like to go first or second? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Oh, I need to go second after that. John, do you want cake or wild card? Cake. Okay. Your question is from Nick Martucci. He what? asks, you see, the, you see the birthday person has visibly spit on the cake while blowing out the candles. Do oh. you politely decline a piece of spit cake or eat it regardless because cake is cake? Cake is cake. Cake is cake. And spit is spit. Two great tastes that taste great together. It's hard to disagree with that. And might I remind everyone in the room that at Pick a Size Stupid, we do not kink shame at all. Yes. But I've got to be health conscious, you know? It's my birthday, guys. I'm turning 25, and, you know, I'm on my own health insurance right now because you don't need to know the circumstances. And guess what? A customer coughed in my face the other day, and I got real sick real fast, you know? So I'm going to politely decline that cake because I don't know what kind of germs that birthday bitch has, you know? <laughs> birthday bitch disease, and I'm all sick right now, okay? No, thank you. I'll find my own cake. Meg is entirely right. We do not kink shame, and we do not cake shame. And as a 19-year-old, I am just entering my, my sexual life, and I'm finding out what I like, and it's spit. You gotta take your chances where you get them, you know? You gotta take your opportunities when you get them. And this young man, um, you know what, I'll green light everything that he's doing, but I've gotta say that I'm the more sensible one. I've grown a lot. <laughs> in different ways, sexually, uh, uh, healthfully. I don't want your germs, unless, you know, <laughs> we're into it like that. You know? <laughs> 
All right, a lot of good points here, but I got to hand the win to Meg Connolly. All right, next up, everybody, please welcome Joe Polana and Shelly Gruenberg. Okay, Joe, do you want to go first or second? I would like to go second, please, John. Okay. Shelly, your question is from the wild card category, and it is from Katie Dungar. She asks, creepier birthday tradition, birthday spankings, or telling a five-year-old they have a boyfriend or girlfriend because they missed a candle? Telling a five-year-old that they missed a candle because it's for sure fake. <laughs> there is nothing scarier than the fact that your parents would lie to you. And I have never heard of that before. Thank you. <laughs> As a five-year-old with a girlfriend and boyfriend, I think it's a great thing. Um, the one thing I don't approve of is... Hits to the bottom in any circumstance. Like, I will not kick shame if it's your thing. But it's, there, there, there's an age limit to when you can still get birthday spankings. And it's, uh, <laughs> it's after the age of 18. It's when it's okay. It's not before. That's not consensual. It's pre it is, that, those are statutory spanks, and I won't have them. But... Uh, <laughs> A boyfriend, a girlfriend when you're five, you guys you just play Rita Rabbit together and then sometimes she teaches you how to tie your shoes or maybe that was just my experience. <laughs> I think it might be just like accepting the fact that a five-year-old has a boyfriend and I don't. <laughs> yeah, feel bad for me. I feel bad for me. <laughs> Shit, dude. No, like accepting the... Birthday spankings, fun, whimsical, maybe a little sexy. Who knows? <laughs> but accepting the fact that a five-year-old has a boyfriend and me, an adult woman with titties, does not. Time. Uh, the photos will show that I had titties when I was five. I... I <laughs> they were... SPF 100 proof. <laughs> they were very white titties. And um, here's the thing. If you don't want to have a boy, you can just blow out all the candles. You can't stop an adult from spanking you if they've decided that's what they're going to do. <laughs> and that is way scarier. <laughs> all right. I got to hand the win here to Joe Pilata. All right, so in the finals tonight, everybody, please welcome Joe Polana and Meg Connolly. Okay, uh, Joe, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I will defer this decision to no. the birthday no. girl. No, oh, no, no. What do you want to do? Do what Nick Martucci did. Okay, I, I want to I wanna be on... Uh, I want to be... Uh, that one, yep. What? Say it. Do it. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Meg, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. 
Second, okay. I will go first, please, Sean. Yeah. My own decision. <laughs> okay, your question is, which is more annoying, a set of twins that insist you sing the birthday song twice so they each get their own song, or a person who claims an entire month as their birthday month? I'm going to say the set of twins because there's only a 50-50% chance that they're going to be uh, an upper-middle-class white woman. But if you're claiming your birthday for a full month, you are 100% an upper-middle-class white woman. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> And... Again, I've, I've worked very hard to leave my town filled with <laughs> mostly upper-middle-class white women. And they are... I, look, I don't want to have a can of White Claw thrown at my head. I just don't. And not for a month, at least. Like, two twins... I'll, I'll take it. They're, they're fine. I, I accept them and their genetic abnormality. They're freaks of nature. And I love that about them. <laughs> Joe Polana has said that he has fought hard to get out of his hometown. I want everyone in the room to know, Joe Polana's hometown is not 20 minutes away from here. <laughs> Where'd you go? You're still here, Joe. Listen, okay, um, I am that person that will take as much time as I want for my birthday. Sure, today is the actual day, but I'll have you know, yesterday was Halloween, and that means that the entire month of October is Halloween, which means that the entire month of October is my birthday. And that's right, and my family's been living like it. And how delightful is that? I bring my own cake where I go, and I say, hello, nice Halloween party you got here. Wouldn't it be nicer if it... Also my birthday. <laughs> and then it is! Okay, I didn't work that hard. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get that far either. Um, I will say, all right, I know when I've been wrecked, and uh, so I'll just address some things. I was a C-section baby, and I'm a real man. Um, <laughs> And I used to work at Dairy Queen, and so the crunchy, fudgy stuff is literally a hard plate of chocolate that they sandwich between two layers. It's a little bit gross, but it does taste good, just like everything at Dairy Queen, if you know how it's made. Time. <laughs> Joe was born by cesarean, you know, and he's still a man. And I was born with the umbilical cord wrapped around my neck twice. They unwrapped me quick, but I am still mentally disabled. Thank you. Thank you very much. And what's less annoying? Let's get it back to what it's really about. Twins are dumb. And making you sing to both of them? Just put a whole album on repeat, why don't you? The whole all right, as you well know, there's no way that I could choose a winner here for our final debate of the night. So I'm going to leave it up to you. Go into the Pick a Side Stupid Facebook group right now and choose your winner, either Meg Connolly or Joe Palana.
Just checking in on the Facebook poll right now, and our winner tonight is Meg Connolly. That was pick a side, stupid. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Hey, thank you all for being here. They want a speech, Meg. Meg, they want a speech. You guys, this is the best community I've ever been a part of, and I've been a part of a lot of communities. Uh, Pick Side Stupid has welcomed me with the most welcoming arms ever. Uh, I love you guys. I love Boston Comedy, and uh, thank you so much for being a part of my life. I love you guys. Yeah, sweet. All right. We'll be back next, uh, oh, Monday and Friday. So uh, come down Monday and Friday. All right. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Good night. All right. That is our show for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Congrats to Meg Connolly on winning, and happy birthday, my friend. And we'll be back next Friday and every Friday night at 7 p.m. at Maggie's Lounge in Quincy. So come down and join us. We're also there Monday nights at 8 p.m. And if you want to see a stand-up comedy show, I host those at the Poor House in Boston every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. So plenty of opportunity to come out and see a comedy show sometime.